again. Big hit, Mac just did it again. There is a new SEC hit king, and his name is Jake Mangum. Seven strikeouts in a row for Will Bednar. That ball is into left field. Here comes Skinner. He's going to score. And a bases clearing triple for Tanner Allen. And this place is busting at the seams. See you later. Three run home run from Kellen Clark, and it's a blowout. I want to thank Coach Lamonis. You're going to bring the first national championship to this baseball program. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9 nothing. What is up, Bulldog Nation? We are back with a special edition, a live edition of Talking Dogs podcast. Glad to have my co-host Matty Light back from, uh, you know, all across the United States. He has been trying to uh, flee the state of Mississippi as much as possible with the poor quality of baseball that we have going on. But he is back in Afghanistan today, and we are currently in the bottom of the six, uh, up 2-0 on Georgia Southern. Uh, Matt, what have you, you know, it just in a nutshell, describe in 10 words or less the first five baseball games that we have played. Uh, five words or less, or ten? What'd you say? Ten words. Or, ten, ten words or less. Ten words or less. Um, I, I think I can do it in less than that. Uh, super duper. Uh, super duper AIDS and cancer with a splash of positivity. Hold up, I'm writing that down. <laughs> How many words is that? I didn't count them. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think with a would have been ten. So that would have been right of the money. Super duper AIDS and cancer with a <laughs> splash of positivity. Yeah, I think that, that I think it's ten on the money. Wow, well done. Yeah, I, I tried my best. You know, I didn't count them, but I just felt it. You know, you just got to feel were. it out. I just added that. Yeah, I added that super duper. You know, that's that duper in there. That was perfect. Yeah, d- double adjective. Uh, you were really built for this moment. <laughs> um, unlike our lineup. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, at the plate. So, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, uh, what was an eight four ball game on Friday. Thought it looked solid. Um, three two loss on Saturday that I was there for. It was really cold. Those things happen. You kind of hate the way that it happened late in the game uh sunday get a win you know i I, that's kind of what i expected was to take two out of three last week i I just expect there to be growing pains um but i did not expect to lose another heartbreaker to austin p on tuesday and then blow a five-run lead to them on wednesday um there's many issues with this team so far but what has been the most glaring issue to you so far? Oh, our approach at the plate, hands down, bar none. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, look, we had the, the, the five-run lead that we gave up uh, again in the second game to Austin P. I I mean, that was hard to watch. I mean, we watched it all year last year. Um, it was definitely hard to watch. But other than that, the pitching and the defense this year has been what it needed to be last year for us to win ball games, you know, and really the the losses that we have, uh, especially the first loss to uh, Austin P and the the loss on Saturday, 
uh, both of those are just just awful approaches at the plate. Like we, I mean, we're swinging on the first pitch every time, you know, and it's just we're not letting, we're not getting into any deeper counts. We're not, you know, we're just putting the ball in the ground to the pull side and that just letting it be that. And it's just, it's disgusting to watch over and over again. And we've got some guys in this lineup that should be, should be better than that. Um, but also the bottom half of our lineup is just atrocious uh, at the plate right now. Like the top four, I believe are batting like a collective, like all of them, I think are over 300. I think they're like, you know, batting a collective 330 or something like that. And the bottom five are, I don't think there's anyone over like a 1.7, uh, which is just egregious, you know? So uh, until that gets fixed, I mean, we're not going to win ball games, even, even if our pitching is, is, has improved as much as I think it has, but we'll see. Yeah. And uh, even um, the Wednesday game against Austin P I mean, we were up 10 to five, but, uh, I think that was on two hits. I mean, they gave us six runs just walking yeah. us in. Yeah. No. Uh, so, so that's not now the approach was much better than it was Tuesday, but those weren't earned per se from from the sense of the bat. And now, right, you're earning them by being patient in the box, and that's great. But even then, that's still a, a big red flag of hey, you're not, you know, you're, you're taking what they're giving you, but at the same time, like you, yeah. The bats still aren't there, obviously. No, I mean, we're uh, they're, we're taking what we give them, and we load the bases. But then the only runs we get is three walked runs in. We're not hitting anybody around, you know. So that's just that's the thing that really yep. uh, scares me, I guess. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then you know, okay, we'll we'll go here. We'll go to the the other side of things. You know, hitting and defense is what it is right now. You know, we had no no Mershon uh, at all. Um, until today and then Kohler got like you know what an inning and a half in um, you know those are two pieces that I think will help the lineup uh, Kohler has done that today I think he's two for three today um, Mershon may take a little bit to get going uh, but what would you grade the pitching overall um, on just like you know you can you can give it a, a grade scale of like B plus a minus. What do you think? Yeah. So as far as I've seen now, I, I would give it probably a B plus uh, other than the second game against Austin P we gave up a few walks there and, and, and just kind of gave up some, some easy hits, putting balls in places that we didn't really need to be. But other than that, the first four games, were quite solid, especially compared to what we saw last year. You know, anything's an improvement from last year. But even even not comparing it to last year, I mean, in the first four games we had ten walks and fifty some odd strikeouts. I mean, that's a that's a good that's a good ratio no matter what year you're comparing it to, you know? So yeah. we're pounding the zone, we're making them, you know, get themselves out. It's a I think, you know, the pitching staff is much improved from this year where we're not, I don't think we're trying to do too much. You know, I think we're playing to our pitchers uh, advantages and, and we're just pounding the zone. And, you know, at some point you're going to get hit. I mean, you're going to get hit when you pound the zone and we've seen that they, I mean, people have hit us, but you know, we haven't been putting two runners on base and then them getting that bases clearing double right yeah. and that's that's the biggest thing from this year to last year so i would i would say a b plus is probably a good place to put them as of right now 
Yeah, I would I would go B to B plus somewhere in there as well. Uh, I think one of the the few things on that side that I I, I did not like and have not liked is um, the management of Shulky in the midweek, uh, pitching him back to back days and then just letting him carry way too long uh, Wednesday. He was good the first time around. Um, they started digging like way deep into counts on Wednesday when they were mounting their comeback. And this is a guy that I'm not going to say is a gimmick pitcher, but not a guy that you want the, to give the opponent time to figure out, uh, to catch, to catch up with. Cause he is, you know, he's out there throwing like 68, 72. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not, that's not exactly the guy you want to trot out there three straight innings on back-to-back days I, I i just thought that was poor management and i think everybody saw it coming i mean they started tatting him up you know he was going you know instead of four or five pitches a batter it was seven eight nine and they were ripping them foul and eventually they started putting them in play yeah and a couple of hits were luck i mean you know ones that just go right down the right field line and, and things like that i mean that's just no, we had two gonna, of those. Yeah, yeah, and and that that sucks. But at the same time, like you saw that coming, yeah. whether it was uh, down the line or not. I mean, that was just like it, I mean, they were just they were there. It was just a matter of time of when they were gonna get a hit. And yeah. you know why? I feel like there was other guys available that could get you an inning, and at the very least, it should have been like ten nine. Um, just. That was disappointing, but yeah. that has pretty much been my only complaint uh, of Justin Parker so far. Um, assuming that was his decision, uh, and I'm I'm sure he has a reason, but you know everything else that I've seen so far has been promising from the pitching perspective. Um, Dome is is surprised me so far on his starting ability. Uh, we wasted Cal Stevens' awesome performance last Saturday, which sucks. Uh, but he looked phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And then Lou looks like he has so much more control and is so much more comfortable focusing on the right hand um, the majority of the time. So uh, Yeah, because yeah, he only went lefty once last uh, in the game, right, on Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was for only one guy. And then, yeah, he pitched left to him the first time he saw him and then pitched righty the next time or two that he saw him. But yeah. I, 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 I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, as far as his pitching staff goes – the only thing that I've really seen, like, a glimpse of last year has been that decision uh, late in the game on on Wednesday to put him back in the game after he had just pitched the night before and leave him in as long as he did. Uh, and, you know, that was one of our huge, our huge red flags and what we were bitching about last year is leaving pitchers in too long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's always been a problem. And... And I, I hope we don't make it a uh, a thing this year. Yeah, you know? yeah. and w- with a a normal because everybody guy, can see that coming. I mean, you're, yeah. you were just you were just saying, you know, I, they they started hitting him, whether it was foul or whatever. Yeah, when they start getting contact three or four times in a row, and it's going foul, like that that's just the water is boiling in the pot right then. Like you you just that <laughs> how how do you not uh, make a move and uh maybe maybe the pin was thinner than i thought i understand that probably you know the pressure was on felt like a must win and you at the beginning you're like oh it's five runs like 
he'll get us out of it. But it, the other side of that is I thought this guy was supposed to be like our weekend closer. And why are we using him back to back days in the midweek? I understand using him Tuesday for an inning, but yeah, I, I feel like there's other things available. And the guy that's in right now, Gavin Black, I thought I think he's been great. Uh, and I and and his I think he's got two innings pitched, maybe three so far, um, and only like giving up one hit. Uh, that was a, a guy that I felt like Wednesday should have had more time. Um on the mound and uh who, who's the the lefty cole cheatham mm-hmm. like cheatham. we put him in he gets an out and they just pull him out and understand it's a matchup thing he's done that just, twice right they put him in for yes, one guy yes. yeah yes and, and i just i just live jinxed gavin he just gave up a solo home run to a big old dude so that's awesome oh you were uh, way ahead of me then my bad so just knocked on wood there um so it currently sits top of the seven two one ball game uh with two outs um, oh yeah, he knew it as soon as it left the bat too. Yeah, I mean that—that's a big dude. That kind of—I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm at the pitcher, but yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Dude jumped, and yeah. uh, anyway, so um, I and as far as personnel standpoint goes, I I uh, with Brooks Auger, what what have you thought of him so far this year? I mean. Wait, I mean, how many times have we seen him? Just the one time, right? Uh, yeah, I think one extended time, for sure. Yeah, um, he went what, like two or three innings? Let's see how many innings pitched. He's had he's seen eleven batters. Um, yeah, and he's only given up one eighty-two average, zero ERA so far. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, uh. Because, I mean, we, we knew Auger from last year, and I was hoping that he'd be back and, 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 and have a little bit more control than we saw from him from last year. And, and I think, you know, I mean, he's only had the one outing, but it looked pretty promising to me. Uh, we're going to need some guys like that that can go two, three innings to get us to, to the ninth sometimes, you know. So we having, having a guy like that in the pen is, is a pretty big, uh, pretty big piece to have. Oh, Black got out of it. Very good. I uh, I hate to bring it up, but who was the guy that we got that threw like a hundred and two a couple years ago? And he oh, the redheaded guy. Uh, no, not not Sarantola. Oh, Sarantola, not him. Not 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 Sarantola. It was it was I think in twenty twenty two, and he had like no control. Like we could not get him to throw strikes, and he he barely pitched. Oh man, that's gonna bother. Uh, that me. sounds exactly oh. like Sarantola. <laughs> it, it does because everybody called him Sarantola 2.0, but he was okay. he was. But you know, Sarantola has gone off the pro and done pretty solid. Yeah, and this guy that the guy that I'm thinking about is basically on the same route. Well, it's coaching because I mean, it if you coaching. have the velocity like those guys do, you can teach control, which we just yeah. could not do here with Foxhall. You know. So, I mean, yeah, it's sad to see, you know, that talent wasted like it was. But, I mean, what have we seen for the past two years other than that? Yeah, um, the the thing that I'm getting at is I really expected Carson Ligon to be good. And I know he's been dealing with some injuries, but yeah. um, he's sitting at a 20 ERA right now. Yeah, that's not, that's not, not ideal. ideal. 
so I don't know the extent of the injury. I've asked around about it, and I've gotten elbow news. I've gotten shoulder news. Nobody's really gave me anything solid. Um, Kobe Holcomb has been disappointing. It's another guy that I thought would be good. Maybe maybe he can get it together. Um, and then kind of kind of. Uh, Colby was one I expected to be good because I've seen him be good here already. I thought he'd been solid even with Foxhole, but uh, Evan Sierra has not looked comfortable either. No, he, he really hasn't. And that was another guy that I was really hoping would, would eat up some innings for us this year. And look, yeah, and it's still early. There's there's possibility that we, we can get some of these guys kind of in the groove. But, I mean, we've said it on the podcast before, you know, pitching is something that doesn't, you know, usually get a whole lot better throughout the season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of what you see over the first five to ten games is pretty much what you're going to get. Um, you know, hope to get Pico back by conference play. Uh, hopefully, he's he's good. But you know, with with all that being said, and you know, I feel pretty still B plus territory about it overall. Uh, I mean, we're at a at a I think a four six. Uh, total era so i mean or five six uh, er so i mean that's uh what did i say in the preseason pod like if we could bring it from a seven five to a five five that'd be good um and it and i think if we were hitting average we'd probably be four and one right now so you know all that is just to be taken with a, a grain of salt i guess but at the end of the day, we're two and three right now, and this is the thing that has bothered me the most is with Austin P. We totally got bitched out. Like they stood up on the dugout wall the entire game. They chirped us the entire time. They stayed in it even when they were down five runs. They had energy the whole time. They're yelling at us. And I just have seen none of that from our guys. Not since 21. 21, like, two lane is the last time, like, we, you know, it's, we have no fight. I I don't think 22 was that bad. I think there was still some guy, like, we just, I mean, Fox sucked, but like we really just were so injury plagued in the bullpen that year, and and we were on pace to be like okay until I remember me and you recorded a podcast with that guy from Missouri, and going into that weekend, I was I was you know thinking like hey you know we're doing all right, Missouri's not very good, um we look like we're on on pace to be average in the conference, and we'll just see what happens. Uh, and he said, State will beat us on Friday, but I think Missouri is going to be sneaky and take the other two. And that's exactly what happened. And I don't think we won another conference game for like maybe the rest of the way, but it was like a month. Yeah. And it was just total fall apart. But like that team, I felt like had more leadership than, than this team does. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that team still had Logan Tanner and some 
some other you know yeah guys that had been there left over from from the chip that were that were a big part in the chip yeah Uh, you know kellum i think uh was brad still on that team brad was yeah brad kellum i mean we still had guys that had been playing under tanner allen and rowdy jordan for the last two years you know so they they had that mindset but in 22 our pitching was just so destroyed by injury that I mean, we just kind of fell apart, but um, yeah, since that in, in 23 and now 24, it has been just no, there's no leader in the dugout. And we, and we've said that all throughout last year, we didn't have a leader, you know? So yeah. it's like, until you get a Tanner Allen to, to, to step, step up and lead. I mean, you're, you're a team without an identity and teams yeah. without identities don't last very long. You know, and who, Correct me if I'm wrong here. Do you think that, like, as a team in, in baseball, there should there's generally like an alpha in the bullpen and then like an alpha in the lineup, or do you think they are pretty cohesive across the board? Because I feel like they're separated so much, kind of like offense and defenses in football, that like they just come together and make a team, but they're it, they're kind of too sides of the same coin well, when you and, say the the bullpen are you are you splitting like bullpen pitching from starting pitching no, or are I'm you saying, saying i'm saying i'm just saying like all pitching is oh okay specific okay um i i think they're in in the grand scheme of things i think yes you're gonna have an alpha in the lineup and an alpha in the bullpen but i think one or th- one or two of those can be the cohesive alpha where i think like tanner allen was the cohesive alpha of that 21 team but yeah. then you're but, gonna but have sims right. was like the alpha of exactly you know, pitching staff. because the pitchers are going to spend a lot more time together and you know they're not going to be around the the lot the regular defensive players all the time right so you're going to have somebody kind of creep up as a leader in that you would hope at least, but you don't necessarily, I, I don't think they necessarily have to be separate, but I think they are separate, but you're going to have one main one that's kind of cohesive for the whole team. And I think that's probably the best way to, you know, to have yeah. that. Yeah. And and those guys have such a, uh, a trickle down effect because beyond landing, like Bednar, he may have not been super vocal, but he gets you fired up. Especially when he's cooking. And oh yeah, Preston Johnson, same way. Oh yeah, Houston Harding for a, a Sunday guy that came on late in the year. He gets you fired up. He yeah. cared. No, and everybody, all that whole pitching staff went out and pitched with, with you know, pizzazz. Uh, that's a bad word for it, but at least you know they had something out there. And, and right now, like the guy that shows the most emotion is. Nate Dome. Yeah, and I was about to say, like, I, the first emotion, like, real big emotion that I saw was tonight out of Nate. And then uh, on Saturday, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Cal? Cal, yeah. Cal, towards, even towards the end, I mean, he, he was feeling it. He was on fire. And, I, you know, Cal, I don't think, is a super emotional guy to begin with. But I saw a little emotion out of him towards the, like, his last inning or last half inning or something that he pitched. Uh, you know, he was prancing around and, you know, pumping his arms and, you know, getting excited after a strikeout, which is good. But we need a lot more of that. And we don't have any of it on the offensive side of the lineup. Just uh, none of it. Yeah, I mean, 
and it's so disappointing because, and even Tanner Allen said this himself the other day, this team is super talented. Oh, yeah. No, I, they are. You know, that that's that's only half the battle. You know, Hunter Hines, super quiet guy. Dakota Jordan, um, I mean, you can't really say that he's that guy either because, I mean, I mean, he's not completely bought in. Dude almost left to go yeah. to Georgia. Uh, you know, Bryce Chance is probably our best hitter. But he he's just, just not a guy that, you know, there's a good piece of hitting there. That was. just seems like people rally around. He's 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 like that slept on guy that uh you know just 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 shows up and does does his job. Yeah, he shows up, does his job and he does a, a good job, but like no what he doesn't get, you know. He he's not the centerpiece, you know what I mean? No. Yeah. Um and and you're not going to get that out of transfers. You're not going to get that out of Logan Kohler. Uh you, you know, hijack same way. You know, you're not going to get that of a freshman once in a maybe 10 year span. You know, uh, I think Dylan Cup can be that. Um, but he's not there. And it's really hard to be that guy when you're batting like 060. Yeah. Is, is great. I mean, he's a great shortstop. Oh yeah! Don't get me wrong, but like you know, if 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 we could give him a lane four size bat right now, uh, I'd be fine with that. And I can't believe three years ago I would have been shocked that I said that. But um, he, he's got an MLB glove, and the, you know the hitting will come along. Jake Mangum didn't hit very very good at all early on his, his uh, I think freshman year either. So yeah, um, I mean you know, we'll we'll see. I will say that the pieces that we have in. On the uh, we brought in for defense this year, have uh, have you know at least performed. on the de- on the defensive side of the ball they have performed. Yeah, uh, we you know we would like some more, but then uh, you know we'll have to see uh, because the guy coming off in- in- uh, injury back into uh, the rotation. You said he went. Uh, he's two for three today, right? Yeah. Um, so you know we'll see if uh, if uh, he can pop some uh, some juice into the lineup with his bat, but. Uh, as far as everybody else, it's more like, yeah, you're in there for defense, but we we, we need some offense out of somebody, you know. So. Yeah, you know, it, I think Logan's gonna be good. I mean, he hit three thirty. I think he's hitting like six six something right now uh, because he has limited at bats and he you right. know has made the most of them. Um, but beyond that, I mean, before him and Mersh got back, it was five through nine. Like you said, it was hitting like one sixty. Um, well, that you was know, no. The highest was hitting a one seventy, so everybody else was lower yeah, than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, cup, cup. I think is one for like twelve or thirteen right now. Um, Johnny, I think can be good. I mean, you just got guys that got to come along in the back end, but we ha- we we can't afford to wait. Is the problem? Right. So Move this non translate. We can here. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, got got to take advantage of it. Yeah. You, you can't. The non-con was set up to to stack wins, to build confidence, to let these other pieces grow, and to figure out your shit. Well, you don't have that luxury anymore. Like yeah. we 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 legitimately need to win like ten of the next eleven. Yeah. 
Yeah, figuring time for figuring stuff out when you start two and three is now extremely limited. I mean, yeah. when you get swept by Austin P at home, yeah, you, there's not much, not much else losing you can do. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, Connor, like he, and he's come along. He's he's good in the outfield, but uh, you know, it's man, it's just so frustrating. We like we get the pitching, and then all of a sudden, like we can't hit and. I thought that they were going to be more comfortable. You know, oh my gosh, what uh, what what were we doing there? I I what, don't know, dude. What uh, what were we doing there? Uh, live call out here. Logan just slid into home plate with his right foot at about two miles an hour. Oh, they, oh, it was a foul ball. Okay, I thought that. Well, uh, Hershaw or uh, uh. Hijack? Yeah, Hijack thought it, it, it bounced off his foot, and so Kohler came home, and he was still standing in the batter's box thinking it was a foul ball, but it was called a fair ball, so that's why he was thrown out at home. So, uh, I mean, that looks close. Well, I don't look close, but you see the dirt. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't see it bounce off his foot, but, I mean, he sure played it off good if it didn't. Well, uh, anyways, back to, to the guys at hand. I mean, um, you know, how, how do you think – what, what's your assessment on the, the lineup as it stood today? You know, I mean, did you make any changes? Uh, I like having Mershon back in the lineup, and uh, that's, that's for one. Uh, I like him back in the lineup. To be honest, I like the lineup today better than I liked – anything that I saw the last week, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't, I don't know what else I would do to the lineup right now, just cause I haven't seen these guys enough, you know? Um, but I think having Mershon back in the lineup is big. And of course, uh, having, uh, I'm sitting here forgetting his name again. Uh, the third baseman transfer, Kohler, uh, Kohler. Yeah. Having Kohler back in the lineup, I think will be big too. So I, Right now, I think the lineup's good for what it is, and and we'll see if it continues to be, you know, to improve. Ole Miss just yeah. had a two-run home run. Oh, good for them. Um, they've pulled it within uh, four now. It's seven to three. Yeah, and um, you know, baseball has been weird since you bring that up. Baseball has been weird, weirder than normal uh, to start the year. Um, LSU lost today. Wake uh, has lost a game. Wake, Bandy's Wake, lost, lost a game. Louisville is zero and four, um, as it stands right now. And that, and you know, Ole Miss want, wants their coach. Uh, Vandy has lost a couple times. Uh, Clemson is currently losing fifteen to zero <laughs> to Kennesaw State. Clemson is ranked uh, number ten, by the way. Holy crap! Um, Arkansas <laughs> lost. Only the one game, right? Yeah, but that was three out. Of, you know, they won three out of four because they played four games. Uh, you yeah. had uh, Fl- Florida lose to St. John's, and then cancel you know, the rest, the rest of the games, of the games. Got canceled. <laughs> so that that's kind of a weird situation. They didn't want to well. play no more. No, they didn't. Um, oh my gosh, Texas Tech put up thirty-two runs on Texas Southern today. Uh, gosh, that's a lot of runs. That's that gives me PTSD of Tennessee coming to Starkville a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, 
Tennessee's looked all right this year. Yeah, uh, I think they've been pretty consistent. I might even uh, take their coach. What? Yeah, so, you know, I'm not trying to water down our situation right now, but, um, and we're not going to beat a horse dead because, unfortunately, this may be a lot of conversation going forward. Uh, But I, I bring it up because I worry about the pressure on the team. Yeah. At this point, like it's like they don't even they're not even going to get a chance to get locked in, to get comfortable because they know what's at stake. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's pressure that comes with a uh, coach in, in his situation and a university like ours um, with these expectations that you got all these records and it's a. It's all a fine and, and dandy time, but it's it's become um, country club type environment because people are just going to hang out and drink and talk and are, are so checked out of baseball. I mean, it's even the, the sunshine is pumpers of sunshine pumpers. Buckner, I'm talking to you, are out five games into the season. Yeah. No, it's, I know it's, it's a low point. Yeah, and I mean, and you and you were giving them the benefit of the doubt. I, I tried to talk some optimism into myself, um, but I, I was kind of out earlier than you were uh, last year. Um, now I think the AD situation kind of got us to this moment, and that's is what it is. It's not even worth talking about. But um, you know, how do you see this playing out? Well. I mean, after after the the second loss on Wednesday to Austin P and the way we lost that game, that is just coaching. It's just coaching, and it, it's time to make a change. I've finally gotten to the point where you have been trying to get me for the last year, and it's it's like I am done making excuses i'm done having hope i'm done having blind optimism that something will change down the road that has not changed yet to this point you know we brought a good pitching coach in that's a positive note the pitching has been a lot better fantastic okay what are our other problems and what other problems have we had for the past three years and what are we doing about those problems because those problems need to be addressed as well and i have seen no change on that um, and I saw that most glaringly in the two Austin P games, uh, you know, and it's just, it's, it's sad, but it, it, I mean, we expect a certain level of baseball to be played here at duty noble and we're not getting that and something, something needs to change. And I've heard from my source who I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, but my source who knows a lot of the very higher up, uh, very pe- very dominant people that, you know, give a lot of money to baseball and uh, hear what they're saying. And a lot of them are very, very angry and upset. And they are thinking that he, Limo, that being said, will probably be gone by SEC play. That's what he told me. I don't know if that'll happen. I mean, of course, that's all hearsay. But the boosters are, I think they, they finally, you know, kind of let the blinding optimism 
drain from their eyes and they're 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 done um so yeah i uh there's kind of i don't know about by sec play um now granted if you like lose this series and lose a couple more midweeks like and just dig that hole even deeper um then at that point you have nothing to lose and i could absolutely see that uh and i I think boosters have a lot more say in baseball uh than and they do the other sports um because selman Someone comes from a football background, from a, a, a AD background, from a, a money and fundraising standpoint. That's why he's been so good for our NIL. Um, and he just kind of had the reins on the football hire. Uh, but he's never been at a baseball school like this. And I, I would probably argue there's not another baseball school like this um, where, yeah, you know, football and basketball make the most money, but at the end of the day, the fans back our baseball more than anything else, whether that's right or wrong. It just is what that's it just is. how it is, yeah. It's a good, good strikeout right there by Gavin. It was. Um, and he showed a little, little bit of motion. Look at that. Yeah, showed a little juice. And, and, <laughs> that, and juice, that's baby. a freshman that comes in. Uh, I, I actually had lunch with his parents last week. They're um, cool people. Um, but the point being, you know, if they green light it, uh, and, and the hole is dug deeper and there's nothing to lose. We've already seen that he'll fire a coach midseason. Yeah. So and if if the pitching staff continues to be the bright spot, I mean, I don't know that he would want to do it, but it would be wild for Justin Parker to, like, be our head coach. And, you know, it worked out for Gary Henderson for half a season or more. Yeah. Uh really 90% of the season. Um you know, I don't know exactly what the the move would be there. I, I for him as far as fixing the hitting, but they they at least deserve to just play stress-free baseball if it comes to that. The the coach is already gone. You know, nobody is expecting anything of you this year. Just go out there and have fun and Play the damn game the, the way it's supposed to be played and give it your all and whatever happens, happens. Because, you know, there's it comes to a point where it's like, what do you have to lose? Yeah, there's a lot of question marks right now. You, you know? know it, it, about what your season already, looks like. Yeah, your coach is already fired, so and, and you're probably not making the tournament, so just, like, just, go, just go see what you can do. And, you know... Go on a run, you know, eight, 18, uh, 2018 dogs did it, went on the best runs. You know, Ole Miss, last team in the tournament, 22. As much as I hate to bring them up, like, and as much of that may have been luck, you know, it, crazier things have happened in baseball, even really le- recently. Um, and if that's if that's what it takes to make it happen, I mean, just the guys deserve better, I, I think. I, that's my biggest – I texted a guy today about Lemon and said, like, he – his his biggest flaw in his whole persona is like he seems like he needs to be coaching minor league baseball. Yeah. Like like I think he's forgotten more about baseball than I will probably ever know, but I think he's a terrible motivator. A terrible and motivator and like it seems like every time that the same problem creeps up in his press conferences, he just acts like he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Like 
Yeah, like, his PR could be better, one hundred percent. It like he, like his excuse game is weak as shit. You know, that's his his coach speak is awful. Yeah. Like, remember last year they were talking. You know, you're like, hey, uh, you're on pace for like the worst ERA in school history. What's the problem? Literally, everybody knows. Uh, it's you know the walks. It's Scott Foxhall. And he, he literally just like goes, guys, I, I don't know. Like, I understand Scott's your friend, but like, you can be like, well, our pitching staff doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Say coaching. Be a man. It's coaching. Yeah. I we mean, are not coaching not, them correctly. It's not that difficult. Because uh, you be... because you see the pitching staff from last year and then these same guys that we had on the team last year coming into this year and how they're pitching so differently and what has changed. The coaching, yeah, yeah. What's the var- the variable there, right? Um, it, it's just, and this was with like eight eight months of Justin Parker. I mean, I know it's still early, but um, still confident in the dude. And w- and without him, dude, if Foxhall was here right now, like we'd be zero and five. I'd already be checked out, dude. If Foxhall was still here, I'd have been checked out already. 100%. Like you can't have two years back to back and do absolutely nothing like that, you know. Yeah, y- y'all got the benefit of the doubt in 22 um, just because of injuries and, and the, you know, last year was what it was, and we'll see you later. I hope he – I hope he's – as much as I look like Butch Thompson, I hope he's the downfall of Auburn baseball because uh, that's where he is now. So, you know, with all, with all that being said, um, what, uh, this is another random tidbit here. Hunter Hines, like, what, he dropped 30 pounds? He has lost some weight. I, I noticed that as well. Um, and I hope it's not like Lima when he lost weight, because if it is, then he ain't going to hit shit all year. Yeah, not really. Uh, I mean, it kind of it reminds me of Lotan from 21 to 22. I don't know that he lost the weight as much, but I remember that offseason, him talking about this year I'm going to try and go for average and not power. And he did. He, he, I think he hit like 40 points better on the average. You think he was like from 290 to like 330 almost, something like that. But he went from double-digit home runs to six or seven. Yeah. And 22. Um, it, it, this is kind of what it reminds me of. And as of right now, as of the way the rest of the lineup works, that's kind of not what we need. Uh because if only one through four or one through five can hit, then I kind of need him in the four hole cleaning up everything that's getting on the back rather than just pushing singles. Right. Um, yeah, because you know, weren't his like first like four or five hits this year all singles? Yeah, and yeah. I think he may have like one double. And you, and like you have Bryce Chance, which literally is like 165 soaking wet that yeah. is, I think, hitting more extra bases than anybody – not but named Dakota Jordan, maybe. That, that being said, I mean, Hunter has – I just don't think he's making great contact with some of the low-breaking st- – like, low-speed breaking stuff that we've been seeing because, like, you've seen – I mean, some of his foul balls have gone, you know, 450 feet, but they're they're foul, you know? So it's like he's got to get them – he's got to wait on it a little bit more. You know, he's, pu- he's still pulling them down the first base side. Yeah, breaking balls are definitely his weakness. Um, but we've known that forever. Yeah, that, that really hasn't changed, and that kind of that's kind of on goat. You know, this is year three with Hunter. Like, you should have him at least, you know, fouling these off rather than yeah. getting struck out all the time by him. But 
you know, and that's one of those things. It probably is what it is at this point too. Uh, but I did, you know, I did say last week when we talked about evaluating. Um, this was just for the weekend, like how I would react. It would depend on how we lost, and we lost Saturday three two, and then we lost Tuesday three two, and then we lose Wednesday, in some very odd fashion. Uh, okay, that's sack fly. So yeah, well, uh, you're still ahead of me. Yeah, I, I would say the first three two games, the way we lost those, didn't make me want to completely tune out. You know. But that, but that Wednesday game, I was, like, I was ready to, I was ready to tune it all out after that. That was just, that was, that was horrific. Will this be a classic Mississippi State team of uh, roller coaster emotions? Like they're gonna, they're gonna get you to tune out, and then they're gonna reel you back in. Yeah. Or do you think you'll even get reeled back? In? And I think this is a team that I think I really think we'll probably lose a lot more games that we definitely should not, but I think this is a team that can also win games that they're definitely not supposed to. You know what I mean? Um, with, with the pitching and, 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 the and the, 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 the bats that we have on the team that are not necessarily always, you know, what they should be, but what they can be, you know, with the talent. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair. And I think part of that is just like the way baseball is right now. Like yeah. it, it's kind of getting, to where basketball, like guys are not waiting around a couple of years to play anymore in baseball as well. Um, they're transferring, and I think the the playing field is just even. Uh, and I won't say anything about what just happened because how far behind are you? Uh, uh, he is running to second base right now. Okay, ten seconds or so, but. <laughs> Um, you know, that's part of it. Uh, I think the SEC is still obviously way above everybody else, but, um, I don't know, man. It's just baseball is such a mesmerizing sport and, uh, we got, we just got a long way to go and <laughs> just like, like I'll say it again, my biggest fear is this team being average and Lamona staying because what needs to be done, uh, you know, inevitably needs to be done now. Yeah. So I, I'm with you there. I've, uh, I've, did he just get it, get a good hit somewhere? He, he did. He did. He, he ripped Smoked. one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jordan just, uh, doubled down left field line, made it five, one dogs, uh, bottom yeah. eight. Scored uh, late what? in a second. Uh, you know, I will say our uh, TV broadcasting skills are nowhere near Bart and Charlie, so I don't think we'll be calling games anytime soon. No, I need to uh, I need to polish that up because I may have some big news uh, for you soon. But I'm, I was trying to be respectful of your uh, of my lag. delay. You're, yeah, I appreciate correct. that. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, don't really like the uh, 007 celebration. I think that's kind of tacky. There could be there have been better things, but. Uh, just keep hitting, but uh, <laughs> high point is currently still up seven three on Ole Miss, top of the ninth. So that may be wrapping up here soon as our dogs go to the top of the ninth as well. Hopefully they can close this out. Um, who's who's going to be coming back out for us here? You think? Mm, I I would put Black back in. I mean, he's had two good innings. Why 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 take him out if, as long as he's feeling good? Let him let him be back out there and finish this out. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, give it a solo shot, but like with the with the change in the approach of our pitching, our whole pitching staff mentality, like you're those are going to happen. But the trade off is you don't walk thirteen batters a game. Okay, so pick your poison there. I mean, it's a very easy decision. Uh, Foxhall tried to to make these guys into like wizards. I just don't understand. Like make make teams beat you. Yeah. Especially at the college level. You know, maybe maybe his approach works well uh for the freaking Boston Red Sox, but um not with like yeah, coll- collegiate pitching rosters, especially not young ones. I mean, I, and maybe we had so much talent on like, you know, 19, 19 through 21 team that that it did work then. Uh but Great coaches coach to the strengths of their players right. across every sport, and he failed to do that. So, you know, Justin Parker, it was. And it's uh, seemed to work out for us well so far. That's about all I got, Matt. Um, you know, I uh, hope to uh, I hope to be reeled back in because I want to go to the dude more this year. Um, but they made me check out so early last year that I only made one series and. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope that uh, I hope that I'm proven wrong. I really do. I'm just not optimistic about it. Uh, yeah, I you know I try to be as optimistic as I can be, but I mean you can only do so much after the two years we've had. So I'm gonna go to the dude. I'm gonna be excited. I may actually go over to the Ole Miss game tomorrow. Uh, as long as I don't fly anywhere, just because I'm here in Oxford. Oh, they brought Auger out, huh? Well, hopefully he can uh, finish this up here. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, uh, that's about all I got as well. I had no idea he was from Farmerville, Louisiana. Hey, what what a don't, town! Don't be dis talking Farmerville, man. <clears throat> That's where like farmers only came from. Or is that where Farmville came from? Oh, that too. That too. I was a avid fan of that well that's about our friday wrap up here on a rare live edition of talking dogs this is your boy talking dogs signing out yeah we'll see you later